now we're what's happened is um the russians are to a certain extent like forcing the issue for a number of reasons i think and i'll just conclude on this point um they have realized i think on one level that the us isn't actually going to do anything to defend ukraine practically the in every statement that the us makes even the ones that are supposedly tough talking in all the myriad of statements from like Liz Truss, various other members of the British cabinet. They're talking about sanctions, consequences, um, personally sanctioning members of the Russian cabinet, uh, making it so that Russia can't get semiconductors from the West. But of course, they can get semiconductors from China, which has a rather big border with them. So like, what you're seeing is like, the the Russian ruling class um, were very unha- were unhappy uh, once they once they'd sorted out their looting and destruction of the planned economy, and once they'd solidified their hold over Russia as a united polity, they were unhappy with the U.S. pushing into what they saw as their sphere of what should be their sphere of influence. But for a long time, they weren't strong enough to actually do anything about that, um, and the U.S. just ignored them and didn't feel like they had to indulge them in negotiations at all. Now they're feeling like, well. The U.S. just lost a war in Afghanistan. They've lost the occupation of Iraq, even though they don't admit it. The Russians bested them in Syria. They preserved their ally Assad at minimal cost to themselves. The American effort there failed. So now they're thinking that they're strong enough internally that they can exert more influence in their, what they would call, the near abroad. The Americans don't want to admit that they can't do anything, but can't do anything about the situation. They are not, no, they neither... And a Republican or Democratic president is going to start World War Three over the east of Ukraine. <laughs> Not in the slightest. Uh, to believe that that's yeah. the case is ridiculous. I know. It, there's so much fear-mongering about this, especially coming from the U.S. establishment, to pretend like this war will become very big and everyone's going to get involved, like a World War One type thing. But that's not that's not going to happen. It'll be if if Russia does. Uh, invade Ukraine or otherwise, you know, do some kind of military action, it's going to be a really quick, quick thing. Even yeah. no one, no one wants war, including Putin. Like they don't want a big war. <laughs> Obviously, no one well, wants they, a world war. With the Russian weapons. ruling class doesn't want to, doesn't want to occupy all of Ukraine. That'd yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. They've yeah. like, they've seen what happened with the Americans when they tried to do that with Iraq and Afghanistan. They're not going to allow, the Americans want them to occupy all of Ukraine. The Americans would love for them to do it because then they could bog the Russians down in a protracted war. But like the, the people advising Putin are obviously smart enough to know not to do that. Like they know the situation is different, but in Kazakhstan they went in and went out once they'd secured the regime there. Yeah, that's what.